Welcome to Education Today, where we'll explore what is possible in education today by covering everything from cool tech to sound pedagogy infused with teacher stories, sprinkled with a little fun, and filled with inspiration from around the globe. I'm your host, Scott Nunes, and this is Education Today. Welcome everyone to Education Today. I'm your host, Scott Noons, and I have my good buddy Brian Carpenter with me today. Join in from Canada, British Columbia, right? That's correct, yeah. Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Abbotsford, to be more precise. Um, so I know that is like an hour east of yep. the Olympics there. Yeah, um, Vancouver. In, again, Vancouver. And yes. For those that don't know you, just kind of quickly tell us a little bit about yourself. And then I want to talk about your uh, latest endeavor, Fresh Air at Five, or you've been doing it for a while, but uh, right on. We'll, we'll get into it. Excellent. Well, thanks, Scott, for having me this afternoon on Education Today. Super psyched to be here and that we can chat about our favorite thing in the world, which is, you know, making a difference in people's lives, right? So um, I've been an educator now for 12 years. And prior to that, I was a research scientist at a pharmaceutical company. And uh, I have been, yeah, I've been here at the school that I'm currently at teaching in an online and a blended learning environment for the past 11 years. So, um, that's what I've been doing, and I do have a podcast, as you can see, um, called Fresh Air at Five, and we'll get into that in a little bit. So that's a little bit about me. Um, I'm a husband. I'm a father. Um, I'm a fisherman. I am a creative person, and uh, that's 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 a bit about me. Yeah, very creative person indeed. And in preparation for the episode, I was listening to My EdTech Life with our buddy Fonz, and yeah. Uh, great episode. Uh, I still need to finish it up, but you know, I've heard your kind of like origin story a bunch of times. So I've heard you tell it on my podcast before. So, uh, for those that haven't listened to the episode, I'll, I'll put the long URL, um, up here for a moment, but the episode came out on March 8th. You can just go to anchor.fm backslash ed today to listen to that complete episode to hear the full journey. Uh, but in short, you're a chemist uh, turned teacher. But what I didn't know beforehand or had forgotten was that uh, you were looking to be a missionary or were a missionary um, before. And I thought, yeah. oh, that's like one more thing we kind of have in common because I started out as a graphic designer, then got into education. So had this career before education, like you were both bearded brothers, right? We <laughs> have that going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know if I've shared with you before I got into education, I was actually working on a master's in biblical theology. So no kidding. Kinda, yeah, we kind of have that that same kind of interest in one more area so that's right for sure exactly so yeah right out of high school i was headed to headed to bible bible college uh for i it was going to be like seven years and then you know while i was there my first year i had a change of mind and a change of direction and it was all fine and i stepped into university started studying science and uh you know haven't 
change directions on my faith whatsoever, but I have, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a public school teacher now and making a difference in kids' lives in this way. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting that you mentioned you shifted gears, but you really didn't lose the faith. Same thing here. I just got into it and I can remember I was taking this class called uh, the historical critical method. And I'm like, this is so boring. <laughs> I hate this. Like, is this what this is like? And so like, I got to do something else, right? I'm not going to spend any more time doing yeah. this. And then uh, narrowed it down to teaching and uh, the medical field and started taking classes for both. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rest is history. Once I started taking that first teacher course, like, okay, this is where I need to be. And uh, thankfully, I had a great program, um, great mentors at my first site that really encouraged my use of tech. Uh, We weren't one-to-one starting out, but we used uh, a tech cart. I was always checking out Mm. the Chromebooks and bringing those into the classroom. And I was known instantly as the techie teacher. And that that really helped um, gain a foothold for me in the world of education. And uh, it's just taken off from there. But I want to transition back to you and Fresh Air at Five. Tell us a little bit about that and how it came about. All right. Fresh Air at Five is my podcast that's been in existence. The podcast has been alive since January 5th of this year. And I want to give credit to uh, Mr. Nessie, Chris Nessie, for... uh, helping me take that step, taking that leap and press and publish. And uh, I've got episode 22 coming out this coming Friday night at midnight. Um, So I'm 22 episodes in one a week. And uh, I got a crazy kind of format, Scott, like my format is not like what we're doing here. Like I don't talk to people when I'm recording, like I, I listen in my ears with my headphones um, while I'm out on the street every morning at five o'clock AM in my neighborhood. And uh, it all started off with me back in 2019, 2018, I was going to the gym and I, I tried to get to the gym every morning by five, right? Cause that's when it opened. And then it was the least amount of impact on my family. And it was like hard to uh, get to the gym some days. And if I was there at five after eight, it'd throw my morning off and my routine off. Right. And I was paying the money and going, mm-hmm. I got to find a different way to get my exercise that is not as expensive. I don't have to go to a location and Hey, what about right outside my door? So I got some new shoes to walk um, in and uh, I would, you know, step out my door and I put my headphones in and I'm like, well, I was listening to music in the gym, but Hey, there's educational podcasts that I can start listening to. And while I was doing that, I'm like, I'm listening to this stuff. What am I going to do about this? What am I going to do with this? And on Twitter, um, I started putting out like Adobe Spark post graphics with like, you know, just what I was listening to. And then on March, no, and on April 16th of 2019, I thought, wow, what can I call this? And I thought, can I start a hashtag? Am I allowed to start a hashtag? <laughs> like, you don't know. Like, if you. Right, right. What are the rules? What are the rules? Like, are who can start a hashtag? So I'm like, hashtag 
fresh air at five, I said, and I would, I just started that on April 16th of 2019. And so that started that going and I was like putting a graphic on there. And then Jeff Gargas on Teach Better Talk one day was talking about how he would, you know, use his phone and record a selfie video that you can put on Twitter. So I reached out to Jeff and I said, what about this? How do you do that? And he says, well, you just press the, you know, Twitter live. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty raw. Like, I'm like, <laughs> there's not a chance to back that up. Right. And so what else can I do? I looked about um, that and uh, I thought, wow, I can actually upload a video. So I'm like, I'm going to start yeah. taking selfie videos. So with my iPhone, you know, this is my, my recording device and my headphones that are in my ears. I hold my phone up in the morning as I'm walking and I got, you know, the background, the street, I'm using my Bluetooth cheap headphones as my recording device for my audio. And uh, I would put a daily video up. So I started doing that, right? And I started doing that since, well, I don't know when. That was probably probably March or April of last year, maybe, maybe February or so. I remember it was cold and dreary when I started doing that. And then as time went on, you know, I'd listen to podcasts and I'd reflect and talk about the things I was learning. And I started to get to know some people, you know, like just because of that reach out and yourself, for example, right? Like we just reach yeah. out and, and we would connect and it was like, I hear your voice all the time. And it's like, we're having this kind of conversation, but we're nowhere near each other. Right. You know, um, we we're at, are not actually interacting live back and forth, but it was kind of there. And uh, Chris Nessie, old Christmas of last year in December called me out on his podcast and said, Brian, you, you know, we should talk about you starting a podcast. And I'm like, I've been thinking about it. And uh, I'm, I'm my website, is, it, the, the title on my website is matter of learning from the chemistry and the teaching and, uh, I was like, okay, so if I'm going to do an interview podcast, what kind of questions am I going to ask? Because, you know, Tim Cavey's got his series of questions and, you know, other people have their series of questions. And I'm like, what can I do? Right. And I, so I was trying to figure this out. And Chris says, you know what, Brian, people would like to hear actually what you have to say on Twitter every day. And like, if you put that yeah. together in a one week episode and I'm like, really, who's going to listen to this? Right. And, and so I, um, he he worked with me over Christmas of this past year in 2020 and spent probably three hours with me helping me get set up on Anchor and taking my first chunk of audio content. And on June 5th, we published it. And I was invited by him to join the Teachers on Fire um, Podcasters Summit for 2021, the very first one of 2021. And he had he said, Brian, just come on in. Come on in the room. And so I got there and I knew Tim Cavey and I met the likes of Eric Geis and Dr. Dan Krinas and um, some others, Tim Stevenson from Science 360 podcast. And I was like the wow. new guy in the room, you know, and I'm sitting there going, these guys are like my heroes, right? I'm there with Chris. <laughs> and I think AJ was there. Um, AJ Bianco was there. And just the group of people that was there and Tim Cavey and I'm like, Wow. And they're like, okay, so this is what I'm doing with my podcast. This is what I'm doing with mine. And Chris is like, and this is Brian. And he's going to publish a podcast like probably tonight. And we're going to get started. So <laughs> it was pressures it was, on. Yeah, I know the pressure's on. Right. And so right after that, he spent a live coaching session with me and we did it in StreamYard. And if you can go find that live coaching session on his YouTube channel where we went through all the switches and anchor 
to be able to set that up, right? So um, I can get you that link later if you want that, Scott, to put in your show yeah, notes. Yeah, we can add that to the show notes. That'd be yeah. awesome. And uh, yeah. a quick and so that was the that was the settings for getting it going, how to take and put it onto Apple Podcast. That's so cool that he kind of took you under his wing for a little bit yeah. there and got you going. Uh, yes. What was that? What was that experience like? Like how how did you feel emotionally? Uh, with once that? I press press send on the very first episode, it was like this is okay, okay. It's that easy to do this, right? It's mm -hmm. like it's not hard to do this, and I had to get a routine down for how I do my recording processing, how I process the recording, right? Because I record mm -hmm. every day and I um, record my stuff every day. So I'm doing my recording every day. It takes me about an, I do walk for about an hour every morning. I listen to one to three podcasts at one and a half times speed to get the content in so I can have content for my podcast. But it all started out as a way of me getting, being accountable for my exercise, right? Wow. And now it's accountability for my own professional development, right? And, and like my personal professional development, like this is about my profession. This is not about my position at the school so much as it is me growing in my understanding of leadership, educator stories, what makes people tick and, you know, ed technology, educational technology, because I'm crazy about educational technology, but there's more to it than just the technology, right? And I started off listening to technology podcasts, and that's how I got into the educational technology thing with EdTech team. And I went to the very first Google Summit and was part of that. And I went, whoa, there's all these tools. But then I learned that it was more about <laughs> education, right? And that right. you can have these tools, but if you don't have pedagogy and andragogy to go along with that, that last one is about adult learning styles. Um, it doesn't matter, right? So yeah. Um, yeah, so this is, that's where Fresh Art 5 came from. Um, again, my little bit of my origin story of that, and it's exciting to talk about it because it's it's not been very long, you know, ago that it, that started. So, wow, that is quite the story, and I love how committed you are. And I I've heard you talk about it personally with me, but also on other podcasts with mm -hmm. your origin story about your connection with uh, Era uh, Sarah uh, Johnson, uh, yes. Balance Like a Pirate, and yeah. and her work and staying committed um to fitness and balancing everything and one thing i really liked about your episode uh with fawns on my ed tech life was you were talking about uh the need about 18 months into the profession to really engage in self-care and i think you mm -hmm. said that was about 12 years ago yeah uh, tell us a little bit about that and let us know kind of where you're at with the self-care now because it, it ties right in. Yeah. So when I started off, you know, I was young. We had a family of, oh, by the time I started teaching, we had our three kids. You know, they were young. The oldest was like five years old going into grade one and youngest oh, wow. was just born. And, um, you know, you're running at at mock speed being a dad <laughs> and being new at this career. And it takes, you know, you're putting it in pretty fast and furious. And 
you forget about yourself because my role is to be a servant to my family, right? Like mm -hmm. we are there to serve our family. And, you know, I got my master's of science in chemistry and that was hard. That was really hard. But at the time I had what my responsibility was, what to get through school so that my wife and I, that we just gotten married could start our life. And then mm -hmm. when I changed careers and started teaching, it was a different level of gravity because the content wasn't harder than chemistry. It was different than chemistry and that education is a different way of thinking. And I just wasn't sure whether I was going to make it right. Like, and I didn't yeah. know if I was going to make it. So I started teaching and I was in a regular bricks and mortar school. And uh, one of the teachers who's actually retiring this year from our district pulled me aside and said, how are you taking care of yourself? Right. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. How do you, how do you have time to take care of yourself? Right. <laughs> We're going crazy here. It's moving really fast. And I, had you know people in my church and people my close friends that were there for me and I made sure that I started talking more about how things were going and attending to myself a bit more I didn't have a formalized path for how to take care of myself other than being aware and that awareness that in your head of right. of I do this is need, needs to be a priority I didn't know how to put it in place and, and you know I, I settled into teaching and figured a way to I don't know, care for myself a little bit by having some boundaries, right? I started in the online school that our distributed learning school at the time, it was all paper. So I couldn't take work home with me the same way I do now with having the computer right there. Um, and that, that helped put some boundaries in place. And I started figuring that I needed to just have those boundaries. Um, otherwise, you know, it was going to eat me up. And then in 2018, I recorded with Tim Cavey for the very first podcast, uh, episode 33 of Teachers on Fire. And that was just an awesome opportunity and just an honor to be asked, right, um, to be on his podcast. And Tim and I talked and we recorded it. And I go back and I go, oh, I shouldn't have said some of those things. You know, like it's like, whoa, you can actually – and it lives on. It doesn't go away, right? You know, so my pick on Netflix at the time, I'm like, I should have picked something else. It, it, you know, <laughs> it was Riverdale, you know, the Archie and Betty and Veronica yeah. series, right? And that was the one thing that I'm like, oh, should I say that, have said that? But I said it and it's out there and I just said it again. Um, but the episode right after I started listening to Tim's podcast and I didn't do that before he asked me was Sarah Johnson. And I remember I was painting my bathroom. Um, and I was listening to the podcast. She's like, and I got this book and I've been running for a thousand and eight hundred days at this point every day. <laughs> and I thought consistency, that's interesting. Right. And so I, that's around that time when I started going to the gym in the morning and I just listened to that and went, that's really great. And I'm like, I'm going to buy the book. So I bought the book. And it started collecting dust on my shelf because I didn't have time to read it. And I'm like, oh, it's about balance, right? And I'm like, yeah, it was. It took me about six months to finally, or maybe four months to finally start reading the book. And I took it seriously. And, you know, her writing with Jessica Cabine and Jessica Johnson, they challenged you to stop and take stock of your life, right? And slow down and actually think about what's important, what's your passion, what's your personal life look like, professional and positional. So they got the four P's in there and how do we um, balance those things? And is it about balance or blending, right? And, and 
we, mm-hmm. we, we will focus on one or more of those at one time and something's going to get neglected. And if it's your personal, that's going to be, that's going to take a big hit and cause other things to suffer. So that was an eye opening for me. And that propelled me to actually take self-care really seriously. Um, if you look at my tweets, most of my tweets in the past while have been about, um, you know, like at the very bottom, I put hashtag bounce like a pirate. The reason I do that is because that book made a difference in my life. And I want to yeah. give her a shout out every time. Sarah Johnson um, and team, they're amazing. And uh, Sarah's got her podcast, the In Awe podcast. Such a um, good one. Right. And just she it's it's so fantastic to see the work that she's doing to talk about caring for yourself. Right. So. Yeah, such an uplifting person too. You know, I've been blessed in my life to be able to connect with her via Tim Cavey. Tim's a great connector, connected me with Sarah, with um, Chris Nessie a little more intimately. And, um, you know, others as well. It's been really nice um, to have that. And she's given me some really good advice yeah. Uh, as well. So that's been such a benefit. And I'm so happy to have her in my PLN and Tim and you as well. I, I found you via Tim through your your episode. And I think you listened to my episode, episode 96 of Teachers on Fire. Yep. And uh, we started following each other mm-hmm. um, shortly after and connecting. And then another great shout out to Claudio Zavala. Uh, he has amazing videos and um i want to draw the listeners attention to one of his latest ones he has this series um i think i'm slightly off on the title but it's essentially behind the scenes where he shows you exactly his studio his setup what he's doing how he gets this effect and i just watched episode two phenomenal so if you want to get super cool lighting, which I do not have, I have a ring light up here. Um, here's the difference when I turn it off. It's a bit darker, right? I always yeah. have this window. You know, it's about placement. I don't have good placement. So uh, I'm working on that too. <laughs> like, hey, how, this is my office. How can I change and transform this super tight room? So he showed in that episode how he has this wood-looking wall but it's not real wood they're just like vinyl tiles that he's put up and he has links to everything and if you miss something you have a question he is awesome he'll get back to you if you reach out on social media uh he's just a a great um loving educator loves helping people and he has a big heart and a genuine zeal for learning and teaching and ed tech just like us um, that's right and kind of transitioning um you know is that hard question <laughs> uh we were talking about uh earlier today and uh i'm gonna throw it up on the screen because i i threw it out to the twitter verse here as well uh let's see if it comes up so the question essentially is why do you think educators you know, not not just teachers, but those involved in education are divided on issues and how things are done in education and how we can kind of change that. I honestly thought the pandemic would change mm. all of that. 
uh, like when it happened, of course, I was super bummed, but I always try and take a very positive outlook on things and not get stuck and downtrodden with the negative. I always try to find the positive and everything. Otherwise, I'll just despair and nothing will get done. And woe is me will be the mantra. um, And I don't want to live my life like that. So I thought, hey, we're going to really come together during this trying time. And I think we really did in my district. I saw that initially a group of us got together and we gave up and forwent our spring break, even though we really needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we were feeling the effects of the pandemic, like the unknown, the scare. Yeah. Because yep. we, we really didn't know anything in March of last year. And we gave up that spring break and we worked for a solid eight days on presentations and professional developments and then we gave those for eight days and we delivered 110 webinars and i've said it before on the show it still just blows my mind like that is so many and these were like jam-packed quality like everybody gave their best and then some of those teachers that learned they took those pds and then they delivered them to their site so you had teachers helping teachers just everybody was in the trenches and it was amazing. And I saw that on Twitter too. Like I knew everything that was going on kind of everywhere at once. And I was so entrenched um, in it. And then I don't know around May that, that quickly faded or or by May. So, you know, a couple months into it, um, one person had said on Twitter, let me see if I can, quote the person uh, correctly here, uh, unprofessional development podcast said uh, this, Justin, educators are humans. Try and get five people to agree on a day and time and a place to eat. Uh, people have different values and preferences and experiences that shape those. And, you know, I totally agree. Every time I go to eat with my family, like my mom, my brothers and my sister, mm-hmm. Uh, that's how things are, right? We we can't decide. It basically just comes down to just simply picking or somebody. We nominate somebody to pick. Like, okay, Scott, today's <laughs> your day to pick. You're you're picking. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, we'll be deciding for like ten minutes, and we'd rather just eat at a place and you know have yeah. each other, um, <laughs> you know, together and enjoy one another's company. What do you kind of think? What what do we maybe need to focus on um, in education today to kind of make things better? I don't think there's like a quick fix. No. Quick fixes never work. I think it's no. going to be, you know, something we need to focus on long term and really just commit to. But, you know. I, I think being the change you wish to see in the world, of course, it's got to start with me yep. and yep. and with you and coming together and our PLN. Um, but what's your take? What's maybe one practical step in a positive direction that educators can take? I saw a video and I can't remember who it was by, but it was basically called Be Kind. And be kind, right? Like in, in that mindset of kindness, 
um, can change a whole lot of things. You know, it gets around to how do we share resources? It gets around how do we help each other? Um, you know, and how do we care for each other? Right. And we talk about SEL and our students and our social emotional learning with our students. But we as educators need to take stock of our own social emotional learning, because if we don't, we are ticking time bombs walking into classrooms. And if we go off, that's not good for yourself. That's not good for the kids in the room when that happens. And, you know, we need to make sure that we're taking care of each other. You know, um, I remember last year, I think it was in April or May, Scott, I reached out to you and I said, how are yeah. you doing? Because You know, I, I heard a little shakiness in your voice on your podcast. Right. And, and I'm yeah. like, we got to do things like that. Right. That's me reaching out to you in California, right? Because I heard it on your podcast. But what about the teacher right next door to you and down the hall, right? Like, what about your principal? Do you ever walk into your principal's office and go, how are you doing? Right? Because yeah. that's, you know, you're, 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 are you questioning their leadership? No, you're, you're, you're trying to take care of them as a human being. Right. And I'm not going to say that, you know, just because you asked that question that they're going to be crack wide open and share and, you know, get all blubbery. <laughs> right. like, no, like, but, but to go, I'm a human being that cares about another human being. And we're in this thing that's really, really hard, you know, and that's what I saw at the very beginning of COVID. And as we got into summer and, and, I've been I've had a focus on like self-care and uh, connected with Brad Hughes, connected oh, with amazing Lindsay. guy. I, I really yep. enjoy Brad. Sorry to nope. interrupt. I'm like a huge Brad <laughs> fanboy now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Lindsay Titus and yeah. um, you know, Sarah Johnson and just and Liv Liv Chan, Livia Chan. Yeah. And and how, you know, like there's a we need to focus on self-care. Like SEL for the adults, like we got to take care of each other um, because, you know, there's there's a whole lot of politics in education. And if we're not well in our heads, we can't have, you know, meaningful conversations. No, you're absolutely right. And speaking of self-care, I think you've noticed recently, like I've toned it down the last two weeks. Um because I haven't done anything we're remodeling like yep. in the rest of the house. So uh, my 3D printers are actually down. They're not plugged in right now. They're out of the way while we're doing remodeling. So I haven't printed anything in two weeks. But prior to that, I was printing a ton of that stuff. And a big part of that is like, yeah, I'm using it for work. Yeah, it's education related. But like we do with the podcast, right? It yeah. kind of fills me. It's part of myself. Yeah. Care and sharing out yeah. and being on Twitter and connecting yeah. is huge. And I'm really glad you did reach out. It was nice to have somebody reach out because I try and do that. It's really interesting. I try and do that for other people, but yeah. those same people don't necessarily do it for me. And it's not a bad thing. I, I don't think it can really work that way. Like sometimes, yeah, but I don't know. I, I think that, um, like the love and kindness behind reaching out to somebody, yeah. um, the gen genuine compassion for other people, uh, it works if you kind of spread it. If it just is in a bubble, it just kind of circulates and it, it gets kind of stagnant. Like if we're not yeah. learning, so it's better to kind of 
pay it forward. So when somebody gives me a gift, like a lot of people have just been so generous. Um, somebody gave me coffee when I really needed it. I was having a bad yeah. day and yeah. I got, it was already like seven in the morning, woke up and I don't even remember what happened that day. That that just goes to show you how great this gift was. And yeah. I, I got a coffee in my inbox and I went down to Starbucks, cashed that out, and my day turned around, right? It was like the yes. worst day ever when I woke up. But then, you know, an hour later, 7 a.m., ah, I, I need a quick mental break. Let me hop on Twitter real quick and just kind of check in. I need some good news right now. And yep. there it was sitting in my inbox. And this week I shared a video just thanking my PLN. Mm -hmm. So that, that goes out to you. That goes out to everybody mm -hmm. that that listens because there's never enough room to really put everybody um, in there. But I sincerely mean it. There's no way I would have gone through this pandemic, at least professionally, without our Twitter PLN. But even personally, so many people have reached out um, and just really kept me going. And people have modeled, like you mentioned, so many people from the Teach Better teams, Jeff Gargis, Ray yeah. Hewitt their team, everything they're doing and have been building. It's like, wow, they're not only surviving right now and they're thriving. And I've had those moments and really being able to attach myself to people like that, who kind of can be my, my cheerleader uh, when I need it the most, when, you know, that imposter syndrome or self-doubt kind of tries to creep in. You're like, no, nah, I, I got this. And I have this community um, behind me it makes all the difference. So like you said, don't be afraid to reach out to not just your Twitter PLN or social media PLN, but the teacher next door, reach out to your admin. Um, I did that with my boss. I, I could tell you was getting slammed with emails. And I said, Hey, kick some of those my way. You know, uh, I'm busy too, but you know, let me share the load a little bit. You're really getting hammered right now. And yeah, yeah. I think that made a difference. I would like to think it did anyways. And it sure did make me feel yep. good. There's, you don't give to feel good, but it's like a natural byproduct. When you have an impact, you're like, yes, my efforts were not in vain. I did something, right? There's that <laughs> sense of accomplishment. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. Yeah. And Another I, thing I think that's important. Yeah. I think another thing that's important in this time, you know, we're talking about our, our social emotional learning and, and our self care. Um, the pandemic has really stressed all of us. And this is this global thing that has affected all of us and not in the same way. Right. Um, right. It's really challenged education. It's challenged our use of technology and we have grown a little bit or a lot for some, depending on who you are in your digital literacy. And I would hope that we don't revert back to default after the masks can come off and we, you know, get back to whatever normal is in the future. Right. And that we keep some of the tools and the, the techniques that we've used now for connecting, um, you know, with our students, um, do that same kind of thing in the classroom. And, uh, you know, don't let that go. You're so right, Brian, go going, going back. We can't forget, I know it's an overused term, but it's the one most people are familiar with the, the give grace, get grace, right? 
before the pandemic, if there was a mistake, I'll, I'll be honest. If somebody bailed on me on the podcast, like I, I was like on time, like I'm there early every time, very regimented. I get up at this time. I go to bed at this time. All that's out the window, right? You experienced it, right? I, I gave you a YouTube link and I'm thinking <laughs> I, I gave you the StreamYard link and and then I'm having trouble logging in. And then my code says it expired, right? It just this year's nutty. I spent all of yesterday working on something I had zero intention of working on and it wasn't really on my radar, but I needed to take care of that thing right away. And yeah. then that took away from the other things I need to do then. And it seems like most days are like that. So I give grace mm-hmm. and uh, I definitely <laughs> accept the, the grace. And uh, I think I used to really embrace the power of yes, like saying yes to things and stretching myself and challenging myself. Yep. But now also do that with no, like not right now. Generally it's like, I would love to do that, but right now is not a good time for me. Yep. Or yep. let's look at this months in the future or after the pandemic yep. kind of thing or after summer <clears throat> and, uh, you know, touching back on balancing like a pirate, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This work-life balance. Yeah. I, I think now more than ever, you really have to kind of push yourself up with the self-care, um, self-SEL. Like, where, where are you at mentally? Are you in a good place? Are you constantly checking that? Because if you're not right now, you very easily could slip. Not to, you know, be like a fear monger, but it really has to be there in the forefront of your mind right now. Um, yeah. Because for the foreseeable future we don't know when this is going to end this extra stress and it's, it's different. We have, you know, we may have loved ones or, you know, people um, that we have to take care of that are having a harder time. I I know in different ways, you know, we've been hit, um, you know, due to the pandemic, even though I, I haven't experienced COVID, but my wife, for example, lost her uncle and, um, even though that didn't affect us long-term, it affects her mom, right? Which affects us and, you know, affects the rest of the family. It's, it's super hard. And we see that with our students and those we serve. And um, it's just a a real, real challenge right now. Um, Chris Nessie's saying, can we cancel stress? Yes, absolutely. That's that's the key. Canceling it. You heard it here first folks by uh mr chris nessie here everything Um, else has been canceled this year might as well cancel the stress too and uh tim's agreeing with me saying uh saying no can be extremely liberating yeah i i agree and uh our buddy fawns agreeing as well totally acceptable i do i do hate saying no and he's absolutely right uh you're right fawns It, it does shock people like no, but really, if I'm not leaving something in the tank yep. for tomorrow, yeah, if something comes up like what happened yesterday and I just have to completely shift gears, I need something in the tank. Otherwise, 
you know, that's when people start really breaking down and getting into like a negative cycle. And I can't do that. I have kids that depend on me. I have my community that depends on me and, uh, you know, my PLN, I, I take it seriously. I, I try to not just consume, but try and give back in little yep. ways. And it's really been different. Um, I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. Honest answer. I, I've been trying something different on Twitter lately with, with the daily kind of prompts and questions and thoughts. And sometimes they're a little lighthearted. Today was a little heavier, right? That's a tough question or one where people might have an opinion, but really you don't want to put it out there because yep. of backlash, right? Right. What do you think about those? Uh, have they been resonating with you? Is that appropriate? I'm like an ed tech guy and I'm posting all this stuff and it's not really ed tech stuff. You know, we're human beings and we're educators. And I think that just because it's not ed tech and we're an ed tech guy, you know, that we're human beings and we're educators and we're, we're more than just ed tech, right? Like, yeah. So I, I, it does resonate with me. I haven't participated in any of those discussions, Scott. Um, you know, I, it's been super busy here. So, you know, that's, right. uh, that's me being honest, but I don't think there's anything wrong with putting that out there because if we're growing and caring about people, we have to have a place and platform that we can talk about these things. Um, you know, we, yeah. So that's, that's my thoughts. Yeah. I want to comment real quick on what Fonz is saying. Givers need to set limits because takers rarely do. Yeah. <laughs> There's that too, right? Normally, I'm definitely a giver. I uh, <laughs> I tried this social experiment with myself uh, in college where, and I only made it 11 days. I, I remember back, I I tried to just really just not be me, not, not be giving, not be nice really. And, you know, I was kind of mean, really. I was what I thought other people were like generally to me. And it was interesting. It was kind of freeing, but I couldn't stand myself. I absolutely hated it. And I was really unhappy, even though things went my way. I got my way completely, like being a jerk, but I hated it. And I could yeah. only do it for 11 days. I'm not saying I, I don't have my moments. <laughs> Far from perfect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just ask my wife. Uh, She'll let you know we're the kids, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it's easy to be okay, uh, you know, during a podcast. But, uh, you know, hey, 24 hours in a day, I definitely mess up often. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm with Chris Nessie here, putting out contents and tweets that fill your bucket. And they have been. So I think those questions have been for me, the podcasts you know, are for me too. I honestly say like, even though there's a lot of podcasts and it seems like everybody's doing a podcast now, uh, which isn't true. There's still room for many more podcasters yeah, yeah. out there. So if you're listening, you're on the fence, start a podcast, uh, reach out to Brian or myself or Chris Nessie. Um, and, you know, I get so much uh, I consider this PD or professional development for myself uh, whenever I do it and tying it in with what Chris is saying, saying, give, 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 it'll eventually come back to you. Yeah. By sharing, it's yeah. like in sharing, I receive. Yeah. Um, but 
uh, the key part here, I clicked on the wrong one. You can't do it with expectations, you know, and I think that's key. There's a greater gift in giving without expecting um, anything in return. And when I was studying biblical theology, there's this uh, Greek word for love, agape. And the way I described it, it's probably not the technical definition, but the way I internalized it is it's a complete selfless giving of yourself for the sole benefit of another person. Yep. So not expecting anything in return. You're giving everything for that person completely without expecting anything. And I, I think you got to do that. But if you you can't do it all the time, if you don't have anything in the tank, as we close, what kind of advice would you maybe kind of sprinkle over our conversation um, to keep something in the tank or to kind of uplift yourself if you know you're kind of teetering a little bit you're you're close like hey you know if i say yes to this thing or i do one more thing or one more yeah. thing goes wrong you know i'm gonna fall beneath this comfortability line here give yourself grace and say no a little bit more than you do if you're running out of energy because you got to take care of yourself because if you're not well then you're going to stress is going to eat your body and you know, you're going to get sick and all that stuff. So. Yeah. And get out there and, you know, if you can, right. Cause I know for some, um, you know, it, it's more difficult, but yeah. get up, get out in nature. I think what you're doing is great. You're out in nature. I love the videos, love the pictures, just oh, you're in a beautiful part of the country and the world. Yeah. There's really no place like it. Um, I see the, the things you post, the things Tim Cavey posts. And once COVID's kind of over and I, I can go up there, I think I just need to plan a trip and get some coffee and go on some walks with you guys because yeah. I I would love it. I love being immersed in, in nature yep. um, completely. For sure. And I want to make sure everybody's following yet. By the way, Miles is saying hi to you, Brian. Hey, Miles. Um, hey, Miles. I haven't listened to your <laughs> joke lately, but Miles has got his little podcast called the Knock Knock Who's There podcast. Have you listened to it, Scott? No, no, I haven't yet. You got to go. Everybody should go subscribe. Everybody that's listening, go look for Knock Knock Who's There podcast. That's Chris and Miles. They tell a joke every three times a week. And it's probably just bringing joy to Miles. So good job, Chris, on, uh, you know, lifting up Miles and, and teaching him this craft that you have that, you know, you're bringing to other people as well. Yeah. No. Oh, here we go. He, he posted it. So it uh, looks like uh, com. So there you go, folks. So check out Mr. Nessie and Miles, and I'll be checking that out. It's, oh, oops. It got posted wrong. So it's knockknockpod.com. Thanks. That's right. Knockknockpod.com. So I'm going to check that out. I want to make sure everyone's following you on Twitter. They can follow you at Brian Carr, spelled B-R-Y-O-N-C-A-R. Thanks so much, Brian. I really appreciate you, brother. The beard's looking better than ever. Thanks, Scott. It's great to chat today and uh, fantastic to have a conversation. Glad you're there. Stay there and be there for people around you because you're making a difference in the world, too. Yeah. And also check out 
Brian Carpenter's podcast, Fresh Air at Five, on uh, the podcast player of your choice. And don't forget to uh, share them out, subscribe, and write a positive review on Apple Podcasts. That makes a big difference. And if you like this podcast as well, please do the same. Thanks, everyone. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to Education Today. It is my pleasure to share with you all. Let's stay connected on Twitter. You can find me at Mr. Noons Teach. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on the player of your choice and give Education Today a positive review on Apple Podcasts. Remember, everyone, out here in this field of education, it's grind time.